this morning I woke up and I started journaling about my book. And there was two sayings that came to me when I played basketball in high school. And when I was playing on my junior year of basketball, I was on junior varsity with majority of my friends and we decided to stay on junior varsity so we can dominate junior varsity. And we had a really good coach. His name was Coach Daly. And Coach Daly used to have a, a whole bunch of different sayings, but there's two sayings that I remember him saying more than anything. He used to say, work hard on defense, reward yourself on offense. And he would say, be quick, but don't hurry. But I, I thought about that saying in terms of work hard on defense, reward yourself on offense as I write this book. Yes, I want to get this book out as soon as I possibly can. But at the same time, it can really backfire on me if I write a book that's whatever. We have all read books that you can tell were kind of rushed. You can tell just weren't really well done. And there's great risk to writing a book like that because it actually doesn't help you out as much than writing a good book that people want to share, that people got a tremendous amount of value from. And I am working to push my book so I can get it out as soon as possible, but it's like, wait, I got to work on on defense, which is I got to protect the downside, meaning I got to make sure that I do my best to make sure that I defend myself from the book being a flop and the book not really delivering value and uh, potentially shutting me off from other opportunities. Or what I really want to do is I want to make the book very shareable with other people. And if I push out a book that's okay, it's whatever, that's not me really working hard on defense. However, if I work hard on defense in terms of making sure that I cover my bases and I make it as good as I possibly can to protect the downside as much as I can, then I can reward myself on offense. I can push hard because I know I got something really good because I made sure that I put in that work to work hard on defense. And at the same time, it's like, hey, be quick, don't hurry. And yeah, it goes back to protecting the downside. Like, don't overstep because that can 100% backfire on you. Be intentional, move forward. But at the same time, don't be careless. Don't be reckless because that can really cost you. And that was helpful. So I drank a little bit of coffee, started getting some work done. I worked on my book for about 50 minutes and I felt like the creative juices kind of dwindled down. So I decided just to lie in bed and, and get some rest. As I was lying down in bed, I looked up to the right on my wall. There's a basketball, there's a picture of when I was a freshman in high school and there's a basketball picture of me and my team. And I'm just, I was just reflecting like, man, like I think about basketball all the time and I love basketball. And for the last year and a half, I've been dreaming about basketball, maybe one to two times a month, very consistently about high school basketball. And I want to say that maybe it's been happening longer than that, but I first noticed it about a year and a half ago. And I think about it all the time. I think about it all the time. I fucking miss it. I miss basketball and I 
have had worries that I peaked in high school because I won prom king, I won class clown, I was very popular. Most of the school knew me. I had tremendous amount of status and all that kind of stuff, whatever it is, blah, 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 blah. And there's like this like prom king curse where typically the person who's the prom king typically ends up becoming a loser in their life. And I didn't want that to be me. I didn't want to end up as a loser. Thinking about it, it's actually really fortunate that I became prom king because I felt like, ah, like I just, there's no way I can deal with the social repercussions of actually living up to that stereotype. Like what a waste in terms of someone who peaked in high school. I didn't want that. And I was hoping that traveling the world or having my own business would give me a new peak like okay like I was able to top that and I ended up walking away from this really like I guess you can call it a lucrative project that like involved like Sir Richard Branson and all this kind of stuff but my heart just really wasn't in it and I was having a conversation with myself thinking about basketball and the how just how much I love basketball and how much I miss basketball and what I realized is I loved basketball not because of the accolades in terms of like winning a championship and uh, what people would think of me and all this kind of stuff I played basketball because I simply enjoyed it I obsessed over basketball I had so much great such a great time with basketball i got lost in playing basketball i was obsessed over it and i just loved the act of doing it it required no willpower most mostly for me to go practice basketball because it was just my time out there having a good time connecting with other people challenging myself learning something new and of course, it was good for just me physically and mentally without me realizing that as a child, you know, I didn't really care so much about that aspect when I was doing it. I did it because I just and simply the enjoyed the act of doing it. And wow, one of my mentors, he's been making a difference in my life, not directly from what he's been saying to me, but there are things that he does or maybe i guess even says but not really directly that has been having an impact on me it's often very unintentional he doesn't know he's doing what he's doing that um actually makes an impact on me like the other day we're talking and we start talking about my book and he started to dive in he so he said how so how many pages is the book i said well it's this page, this amount of pages. And then there was a little silence on the other side of the phone. And he goes, okay, well, how many words is it? And I'm like, oh man, like he's thinking about something else. Like, while I'm saying this in terms of like, he has a tendency to like, you know, he likes to coach and all this kind of stuff. He's like, how many words is it? I said, it's about the, this amount of words. And he had uh, given me some unsolicited feedback. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, it felt invasive. It didn't feel good. I didn't like uh, receiving the feedback because I didn't, I wasn't looking for feedback. And I was 
left, I, I got, when I got off the call, I felt relieved to be off the call. And I was like, oh man, like I did not enjoy that. But then I realized like, wait a second, man, like my heart is in this. My heart is in this book because this means, it means so much to me. It means so much to me. And I want to protect this book like a child. And I felt like, is this how parents feel when someone gives them unsolicited feedback on their child, how to raise their child? And look, I don't know for sure because I don't have children. But what I can say is like, it felt just like, dude, I I didn't ask you. I'm doing it my way. And it made me realize like I walked away from that project I was doing where Richard Branson was supporting um, as a patron on and and I looked back to what I loved about basketball it was like man my, my heart was in it my heart was in basketball I loved it I cared about it and I realized like bro I know you want to get this book out so you can like you can get on stages and all that kind of stuff but remember it's like I've learned so much from writing this book and the process of this book. And there's been so many countless surprises about the book. And I've been learning so much. And it's been shoving my own insecurities in my face. And, you know, there's anxiety and there's judgment, self-judgment, judgment of the words. And there's confusion and there's, you know, just all these little things, just nitpicking, like how I can make something better. And is there something that I might not be seeing that... Uh, could potentially be damaging for for the book or something that's unnecessary and it's a whole thing and i gotta remember like dude the the gold in this process is the actual doing of it it's not of the results yeah i'm doing this because at the end of the day i do want the result of being able to speak on stages and I created a podcast yesterday about why it is that I'm writing a book, right? In terms of I share that story. And I think about this podcast. I don't ever market this podcast. I rarely, rarely ever market this podcast, but I do it because I enjoy it. I have over 500 episodes, but I just do it because I enjoy it. It's fun for me. I don't, I didn't, I don't, I don't want to do my podcast so I can make a bunch of money from it. I'm not doing this podcast because of any other reason other than I enjoy doing it. And that's what I that's I think that's where the golden life lies. It, it doesn't matter what you have externally. Like when I was in high school and I had all the status, I didn't give a fuck about that. I I didn't even really notice it to be honest with you. I didn't I'm serious. Like I didn't really even notice it. I learned later after I graduated how much status I had when I didn't have it anymore. I was like, whoa, this is different. <laughs> this is uh, kind of a awakening here. But the like that stuff wasn't the stuff that brought me joy. The joy was of playing basketball. The joy was of being with my friends in, in that community and working towards something and being obsessed about something and having your heart in something and to struggle for something and day in and day out putting in the practice and the work and the frustration. But at the end of the day, you love the game. You loved the game. 
to go out there and to be able to practice, to hear that squeak on the floor, to like run out of the tunnel and to warm up and just to be there with your friends and to be in the game together and try to motivate your teammates to be to like let's make something happen and to be there for each other. The game. The doing of it was the rewarding part more so than what happened. Yeah, we love to win. That's why my friends and I, we stayed on JV our junior year because we wanted to win. But we wanted it to be fun. We're like, dude, let's just let's just dominate. Let's just have fun. And that's what we did. We enjoyed our time together. I fucking loved junior year basketball. If I can go back in time, I would go back to junior year in high school. And I just relive, relive that time and just be so much more grateful for it. And I I just realized today, man, in terms of like, yeah, I, I think about basketball all the time because my heart was in it. And I just I was doing it because I wanted to do it. I did it just for the enjoyment of doing it. And I look back on my previous years leading up to this point. It's like my heart was in like really gaining of confidence. But at the same time, like my heart was in doing something that was so big. And when I was traveling with my former business partner, about halfway through, it became damn near impossible for me to get any work done. Like I didn't give a fuck about the like the work. It was tough. I won't say I, didn't, I I wouldn't say I didn't give a fuck. I take that back. I would say it just became really difficult and challenging for me to execute on certain things within the business, simply just because like I realized in hindsight, like just my heart wasn't in it. Like I cared way more about the travel and the experience and we're seeing these new things and we're experiencing these new things. Yeah, sure. We're broke. Yeah. It's tough. It's difficult, but it's like, we're doing it already. Like let's enjoy this. This is the reward more so than the business. And, but I didn't, I was so confused. I didn't have that perspective at the time. I just, couldn't understand why it was so difficult for me to execute why it was so challenging for me uh, to to move forward and the truth is it's like my heart just wasn't in it it wasn't in it and I, I don't I don't I really for me how I want to live it what's any what's worth doing anything if your heart's not in it What's worth doing something that's not meaningful for you? Right? Like this book is meaningful. It can not only make a difference in my life, but it actually has the power to make a difference in so many other people's lives. And that is worth the struggle. And I was watching the sunset yesterday and I was just having a laugh to myself because I was like, bro, you took your experience and you're making it valuable. Like that's super cool. You're taking your experience and you're making it valuable. That's so dope. <laughs> that is so fucking dope. So it goes back to what a mentor told me back in November. It's like you got to you gotta enjoy the process. You got to appreciate the process. There are things in the process that you got to learn. And there's a podcast that I watched recently with uh, Mark Cuban and this girl named uh, Bobby Altoff, I think her name is. And he had Mark Cuban had mentioned like 
there's a difference when you are given something, when you're given money versus when you earn it. You know, you appreciate it so much more, so much more. And that goes back to what I said just a couple podcasts ago about like not having enough money for me to go watch the sunset uh, to really afford to do it consistently. Right. Because I don't have much gas in my car right now. Uh, but I decided I was like, you know, fuck, I'm still going to go because I feel like it's good for my mental health. And it is. It's oh, my gosh. Just watching that sunset yesterday was so unbelievably beneficial for me. So those are some thoughts that I'm having. Right. It's like, hey, remember. It's about the journey. The journey is everything. The process is everything. Uh, the reward comes from the doing of something, not necessarily from the getting of something. Of course, you are, I'm doing this because I want to get something, but let's do something that we that I enjoy doing in the process of getting something that I would enjoy doing. So it's a win on both sides. It's not... I'm not enjoying what I'm doing so I can get so I can sacrifice to get something that I'm hoping would make me feel good. No, it's like I'm doing this because I enjoy it. I I really feel like I'm going to write over 10 books in my life. Uh, granted, I get to live a long life. The book writing process is extremely unbelievably rewarding. There's so many intangible benefits that come with writing a book and I fucking earned the books that I'm writing. So that's it man that's it i'm so so fucking grateful so i guess the message here would be hey like think about what is it that you love and reconnect with that and you and you may not be able to make a career out of that you know but still it's worth doing it still we get so caught up in is this productive or did i earn this and we get into personal development and we all of a sudden have this weird relationship with joy like we have to earn it like we like no and we feel guilty for doing things that we enjoy like we we don't deserve to do these things or we have no those things actually contribute to your life and they make your life better and it helps you get other things done that maybe you don't want to do because there is value to energy there is value to joy and it affects your life in other ways than just when you're doing the activity itself. It has a carrying effect to it. So those are some thoughts that I'm having. Think about what's your heart in? Is your heart in what you're doing? Where can you really connect back to things that does possess your heart? And what do you feel called to do that you can give your heart to? So that's all I got for you. Much love.